This episode contains adult themes and language. We are approaching 500 total listens. Woo! Which is, yeah, woo, which is great. However, we've still got no solid reviews on view platforms, so I'm begging you once again for your I'm asking once again for your support. <laughs> Apple, Good Pods, Podchaser, anything like that. If you listen on any of those platforms, if you could chuck us a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Matt, what happened last time in the spooky special? So, you were attacked in the darkness by some shadowy creatures, which was super spooky. It was pretty spooky. Uh, was you spooky. guys got pretty wrecked up, <laughs> I think. And then uh, Jack decided to um, shed some light on the situation <laughs> with a big old fire. <laughs> so it was you- a jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Uh, you drove the shadows off, but uh, you did make a bit of a ruckus, and the fire and police departments turned up. Well, you were tapped on the shoulder, Magnus. By a short gnome. In fairness, it wasn't me who set fire to the building. In fairness, it was self-defense. So I'm just going to like act like I'm not dobbing him in, but I'm just going to keep sort of do- like tipping my head towards Jack while I'm being like, oh, I don't really know what happened. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you do you have a care? You- <laughs> yeah, he's with me. Sorry about him. What? <laughs> uh, we were just passing by having a nice little evening evening stroll it was evening yeah we were just having an evening stroll and uh suddenly saw that this building was on fire roll me a persuasion with disadvantage because <laughs> it's a clearly obvious lie um <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> i don't think you even need to know the number i got i'd um, like to know it though it was one it doesn't beat his three so he's thick damn. as shit and he still yeah. didn't fall for it <laughs> he's clearly just been woken up he was you yeah, know clearly mm, well Clearly, this has something to do with you. I don't know who you are. Who are you? We are here as envoys from the city of Manaheim. Uh-huh. Doing a great job of fostering <laughs> peace between nations there. Well, Should- we haven't done anything. We're innocent. What are your names? <laughs> We're innocent. <laughs> We're an innocent. All right, you're coming down the station with me. Okay, well, okay. Jenkins, get the cuffs. Oh, okay, we'll talk, but you're not going to believe us. Yeah, that's very true. You won't believe us. Try me. We came for a nice stroll in your beautiful city. And it is beautiful. Well, this bit. We heard a scream, and as we came to investigate, it went dark. We were then attacked by creatures of darkness who were infested in this shop. And to defend ourselves, he may have lit the shop on fire. <laughs> Told you you wouldn't believe us. There was three of them in there. But I'm on, I'm, I believe it. I'm, I'm on the level. <laughs> I roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. Because you're not lying. I'm not lying. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, 15. All right. I know it sounds far-fetched. Look, we've had eyewitnesses coming forward saying that uh, something's going on, that all the lights went out. So there's some obviously some truth to your story. Who are you here with? Who who let you in? I just want to say Matt Berry. I can't <laughs> <laughs> um, you know the pig from Disenchantment? <laughs> <laughs> the guy from uh, the IT crowd. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> uh, Marcos Pebble. That's the one. Oh. Uh, Marcos's friends. I see. <laughs> yeah, we've we've heard that this. Yes, it's reputation. all making a lot of sense now. And he turns to a gnome in a police uniform, says, "Janine, go get Marcos. He's probably in the tavern. 
We'll clear this up. I mean, up. he doesn't need to know about this. Oh, I think he does. I don't... Okay. He seemed, he, seemed... he needs to tell me why you two are here causing a ruckus in our fair city, as you so called it. And, uh, yeah. And he kind of just keeps you there chatting for a little while. And eventually a very bleary-eyed and obviously half-drunk Marcos <laughs> gets dragged up. And he's like, oh, hello. <clears throat> uh, sorry, I was I was a little bit um, caught unawares. Um, uh, what, what's happening? Have you, hopefully not you're doing... Yes, but we had good reason. We got attacked by shadows. Shadows, you say? Yes. The shadows attacked us. Well, um, uh, ooh, um, he turns to the first policeman that we're speaking to and he says, uh, Jormon, hello again. <laughs> How are you doing today? And he's like, just tell me what's going on, mate. He's like, I'm just going to go and square this away with Jormon here, the chief of police. And he kind of like gives you a grimace and a shake of the head. Five minutes and we'll have this all sorted out and we'll have you back in the tavern having a nice long rest. And he kind of like puts his arm around his shoulder and kind of walks him off and jovially starts chatting. And John Warner's clearly like just shaking his head and like, oh God, again with this guy. <laughs> As everybody seems to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just more annoyed that he said back in the tavern. We never got to the damn tavern. Yeah. Well, you were, you were in the, the inn where you were staying. Oh, right. Yeah. And then yeah. you left, didn't you? Yeah. Should have had a drink. Drinking. Yeah, should just wait for this to all blow over, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he take, leaves him off a minute and they whisper quite animatedly for a few minutes and then he comes back and he's like, look, I've I've, uh, I've got him on your side. Look, you, clearly you didn't cause this and there's perhaps some things you should know about stuff that's going on here in Tinkerdale, but we'll keep that to ourselves for now until we're alone with no prying eyes or ears. You mean to tell us you withheld information on the very thing you asked us to look into? So anyway... <laughs> um, I've like, gone off this bloke. Yeah, I'm not, not a fan. <laughs> look, I don't know you from Jack or Jamal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Jack. That's Jack. I'm Magnus. <laughs> but he's like, look, the police chief has said he'll let us have a quick look around and see what's going on in there so we can gather some information for ourselves. Now that the fire's been put out, and you can see that the firemen are, like, reeling up their hoses again and putting them away. A fire? How did that happen? I'm <laughs> still playing top. dumb. Okay, right, yeah. Is it playing? playing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, we'll just have five-minute quick look around, and then I'm going to take you back to the inn. You guys sleep and keep a low profile. Look who's talking. <laughs> Look, that's kind of my thing, <laughs> okay, right? Yeah. You, people know me. We're leading by example. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, and then he points you towards the shop, which okay. is now dimly lit with a couple of candles and not the entire shop's worth. I cast fire, but no. <laughs> <laughs> he yeets you off the cliff. <laughs> um, okay, so how has the shop been damaged badly by the fire, or is it? Um, not particularly. I mean, because of the nature of the shop, there's some like insulation and stuff like that. So just in case these things happen. Okay. But yeah, the walls are blackened, but like it's just soot more than anything else. There's not like too much actual like structural damage or anything like that. Of all the candles like melted into one just giant blob of wax. In the giant <laughs> mega candle in the middle of the floor, yeah. How Which much is now a mega candle? Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. <laughs> Why do you say these <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> can I roll an investigation? You can roll an investigation. See if we can see what's going on. Oh, God. <laughs> Clearly, this um, last combat has taken its toll on me. Uh, that was an eight. 
So, you see that this shop probably doesn't sell candles. <laughs> well, it doesn't anymore. They've all burned into a blob. No. You can see that what looks to be before the screaming and everything, it was like there's there was stuff scattered around. You had a brief look when you kind of looked in during the combat. Papers are scattered around. There was kind of stuff knocked over. So there was obviously signs of a struggle beforehand. You see that there are stairs leading down um, at the back to like a basement, probably where they actually made the candles as opposed mm-hmm. to like the storefront. But that's pretty much all you see. We sneak down the old back passage. Okay. <laughs> I knew you'd laugh. <laughs> well, you, you phrased it like that. <laughs> well, what else to call it? Yes, we'll the sneak. The rear staircase. <laughs> we'll sneak down the rear staircase. Wander down. Walk and brazenly. Can I down. roll a perception to see what I notice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Excellent, because I have a plus eight. <laughs> 18. Nice. So you go down the stairs. Isn't lit, but, you know, one of you, I assume, would be carrying a candle, or maybe Marcos is. I've got my... Oh, you've got your, your rapier, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like kind of unsheath it just like an inch. Yeah. Like an edge. Sometimes that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> and you see there are loads and loads of candles hanging from the ceiling where they're all strung up with rope, where that's where they're being made and okay. kind of like left to drip down Dipped. and kind of set. You see that there is also signs of struggle here. Oh. And you also see in the floorboards of the floor is carved a large, mysterious symbol. Does it appear to be magical in nature? Roll me an arcana check, please. I shall. Oh, for God's sake. Eleven. It does seem... sorry. does seem arcane in nature, but you don't know what its purpose is. It doesn't seem like something you're aware of. Okay. So perhaps you need to find somebody who's more up on... If I um, I whip up my notebook and I'll make a rough sketch of the symbol. Yeah. And then maybe we can ask someone later. We grab a bit of A0.5 paper and do a rubbing. <laughs> um, Marcos turns to We could to you. make a wax cast of it. Oh, we could do that. How big is it? It's about two foot. How are we going to transport this wax cast around? In pieces. Oh, like well, a then big cut it wax jigsaw puzzle, yeah. Excellent. I'd like to try help this. <laughs> uh, roll me a crafting check is that no that's 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 pathfinder Pathfinder. (laughs) we have since had a game of pathfinder between last and now we're very confused (laughs) using my three actual wait no (laughs) i could offer you a i'm very surprised there isn't a skill for crafting i mean i mean there always used to be in like third edition D &D, yeah but i think they cut down on a lot of that because there Mm. was like you need crafting whatever you want to take as a skill like Okay, it was very specific. Separately, yeah. Well, what did it come under? Was it an intelligence thing? Or? It depended on what you were crafting. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's just call it a... Arcana? Wisdom. Yeah, cool. Wisdom. A wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll work, I'll work with you on that one. <laughs> Only a 10, though. 14 from me. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to just yeah, it's put wax on something. some wax on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's more, can you do it without fucking it up, basically? <laughs> Yeah, uh, the answer is no. You're fine. <laughs> you make like eight small sections that you can rip, then re-piece back together. Excellent. Kind of stack them on each other and put them in a bag or something. Yeah, I like the idea that it's just, what does it look like? Hold on, and we just start assembling a puzzle <laughs> in front of someone. <laughs> like one of those big sliding puzzles where one piece is missing. Yeah. It looks a little something like this. Now we go to the blacksmiths and get it cast into gold. No, uh, I mean, you can if you want, but... <laughs> I don't think we can afford that. <laughs> It's a lot of gold. <laughs> Maybe copper, and then we can sort of fold it. <laughs> oh, that'll work. Yeah, roll it up. Marcos turns to you and says, so 
I hear you heard a scream. Did you see any people? Nope, nothing. Shadows, just shadows. And a dog. And a dog. Uh, and a dog that did not seem like it was from this plane. Oh, he, that's very oh, strange. He faded into shadows when we killed it. So. Ah. Well, the owner of the shop isn't here. She appears to be missing. Uh, probably her then. Yeah, but where did she go? Did she get sucked into another plane? Maybe. Can I roll Arcana and see if I know if that's possible? Yeah. 17. Yeah, you think that from the things you were fighting, obviously shadowy in nature, Mm -hmm. probably from the shadow plane. Oh my god. Um, Alright, hold on. Slow it down. (laughs) (laughs) So, another plane of existence. (laughs) You are on the material plane. Excellent. There is like celestial planes, shadow planes. Other vehicles are available. (laughs) (laughs) Biplanes. I'm sorry, I'm on the shadow boat today. (laughs) Yeah, and there are like the Feywild and all sorts like aspects of reality and like concepts and things like that that are all different planes of existence. There's like an elemental plane of fire, etc, etc. At this point, I feel like I should share with the group the dreams (laughs) that I've been having since my incident at Malmos Keep. <laughs> the incident. <laughs> Roll another Arcana check, please, Jack. Okay. Again, good use out of that today. 18. Yes, you definitely think that this is somehow linked to the Plane of Shadow and that Magnus has probably been touched or tainted in some way by his close shave with i say close shave he definitely did die close shave yeah, he was touched dead. by taint is that <laughs> <laughs> at least it's nothing smooth his, his closely shaved taint has caused some problems <laughs> always the way um and that he's probably having echoes of that plane bleeding into his subconscious and especially if something's trying to contact him it seems like things from the shadow plane are probably coming here and trying to do something Yes, um, I'll, I'll relay to them that there was a there was a, it was a gnome, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, in my gnome-sized person, gnome-sized yeah. person in my dreams, who was I can't remember exact words, but it was it wasn't it wasn't welcoming. <laughs> it was spooky. Oh, and that there are definitely ways of going in between planes. Normally, arcane, magical in nature, it's quite possible that they've taken this person back to the shadow plane. Based on this new information, can I have another look at the symbol on the ground? Without even rolling, you'd be able to intuit. That's probably what this is for. Something so like to do a... with opening a portal to the shadow plane or something to do with anchoring the, the two planes together in some way. Okay, like some sort of gateway type thing. Yeah. Right. So Marcus is still with us. Yeah, He knows the city well, doesn't he? So he does. I'd like to ask Marcus if he knows anyone that would be like an expert in this sort of area that he thinks that we should speak to. Well, funnily enough, actually, one of the people on the council that I was going to take you to tomorrow, High Tinker Sage Hammett Gyaslip. He is quite well-renowned for being a fantastic mage, not only that, but also he is the head of arcane development for Tinkerdale, so would probably know all about all these weird arcane symbols and things. Head of arcane development? Yes. And what does that entail? Mostly using magic and its applications and making life better for the citizens of Tinkerdale. Do you know what would make my life better? What? More spells. <laughs> I wonder if he could help with that. <laughs> he probably could. He has a whole repository of knowledge at his disposal. Oh. The only worry I've got now is we probably need to rest. 
We probably do. I, I've got. I'm down to five strength due to the drain from the shadow. Yes. However, we... resting for me doesn't always bring about the best results. <laughs> and with this new knowledge, I'm not looking forward to a night's sleep. Saying that when you tried to pull your uh, your rapier out to get the light, was that the the reason why you only got an inch out because it was just too heavy? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh no. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know if I. Is there a way of resting without sleeping? Like, can I have a Red Bull or something? <laughs> Ooh, oh, yes, you can actually. Is that a thing? A potion of watchful rest. Ah, that I took from the caravan that we rescued. When you drink this potion, you gain the following benefits for the next eight hours. Magic can't put you to sleep, and you can remain awake during a long rest and still gain its benefits. This sweet amber-coloured brew has no effect on creatures that don't require sleep, such as elves. It's fantastic with a shot of aniseed liqueur. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is exactly the kind of thing you'd need if you want to avoid horrible, horrible nightmares. Can I... Can I... Can I borrow one of them? I mean, you know, I mean, I, you don't have to give it back. Oh, good. <laughs> I'll stick my fingers down my throat. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll give you one of those. I'll scrub it off my character sheet. Thank you very much. And shall I'll we... pull it off my bandolier, the one that I stole off. Right, Chewy. But yeah, um, Marcos says to you, I was going to take you to go see the council anyway, and he's going to be on the council. So if you get a good night's rest, and it's been a long day, clearly. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah. Then we will go and see them tomorrow. And maybe you can have a conversation, because I need to talk to you in the morning, away from prying eyes and ears anyway, about the situation that we find ourselves in, which is why, manner, I've been communicating with them. So uh, have a good night's sleep, and I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. So, okay. Should we go back to our tavern? Yep. I will <laughs> drink the potion and... S- sit, just sit bolt right up on my bed all night. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a little twitch. <laughs> Magnus, please stop watching me sleep. He's, he's gone. <laughs> that potion's good. <laughs> Feel good. So is that just heroin? <laughs> I drank it. <laughs> I didn't inject it straight into my veins. Magic right. heroin. <laughs> heroin, right. So long rest is just everything back, isn't it? Yeah, I think everything. your strength drain goes as well. Excellent. I mean, I've got a, I could roll dice for it, but I think even my minimum would put me back to full health. So. Uh, yeah, you get all of your health back on a long rest anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think we've done many longs. It's always been short rests. It's always been between sessions or, you yeah. know, like time skips. But it, it's just short rest. You only get half your hit dice back. No, long rest. You only get half your hit dice back. Oh, you spend your hit dice, obviously. On. I was only down five anyway. So, yeah. I mean, I can roll it if you want. <laughs> no, no, no. You definitely get it back on a long rest. Okay. So my strength is back up to nine. So I'm, I'm a minus one rather than a minus three. And you're on... Th- 32 health, is it? 32, yes. And Jack, what is yours now? Uh, Back up to 39. You both have a restful sleep-ish. Like, <laughs> it's not. does it count as sleep? It's but... a trance, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and in the morning, there's a soft rap on the, on the door. I don't know why I might just imagine it to bust in with a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft rap. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It comes in like really aggressive gangster, but just starts singing about pillows. And like <laughs> oh, soft, lovely. <laughs> it's like that flight of the Concords one. Hip hop a bottom. Yeah, so he starts singing. His Nana's tea party. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no party like my Nana's tea party. That's the one. Hi. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I open the door. Oh, um, we've got separate rooms again, or are we sharing? You're sharing. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, you were watching me sleep, so yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> you have one really? room, and it's just. Uh, Jack asleep on the bed and Magnus standing at the foot of the bed watching him for eight hours. <laughs> just making sure he's not setting anything else on fire. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Marcos just kind of 
brushes past you and sits on the edge of the bed and he's like, okay, so are we all awake? Are we good? No more weird dreams, I hope? I, yeah, I, well, I had a little pick-me-up drink. Ah, five-hour energy, I see. <laughs> Other energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> no one's paying us yet. I don't want to sell anyone's product until they're giving us money. Yeah, that's fair. This isn't the first time that shadows have been seen in Tinkerdale. It's kind of being hushed up, but some other people have gone missing. Oh, are the circumstances all the same? Similar. After we've talked with the council, I would like for you guys to go down to the police station and talk to who you can to see what other investigations are ongoing. If you use my name, obviously, Jamon knows me. I don't know, but I think this has something to do with an item I recently brought back from an expedition. Oh, really? And you've just left it in the town while this stuff's going on? (laughs) No. No, I have not. Was it real spooky? It was not. Oh. I recently returned from the Federation of Iron, the Dwarven clans. I'd found, underneath the ruins of Last Steel, a brilliant gem the size of a fist. A gnome fist or a bigger fist? Human fist. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. It didn't seem to do much of anything, but was clearly heavily magical in nature and giving off lots of energy. I returned, perhaps three or four weeks ago, and gave it to the council to try and unveil its mysteries. But it was about this time that things started happening. Okay. So who did you give it to? Everyone on the council. It was a council session, but I believe it's in the possession of Hammett Gyreslip. Right, As he is, again, the head of arcane development, and it's clearly magical. Has he expressed what he planned to do with it? Just that he was testing it. Perhaps it could be used as an energy source or just to unveil what manner of magic it held within it. What manner of manner? What manner of manner? (laughs) Yes. Um, I wonder if he's trying to use it as some sort of, like... He's trying to harness the power of the symbols as a transportation network or something, and he's managed to open a rift between the two planes. Hmm. He does keep a tight lid on on information on projects he's working on, so I don't know if he'll tell you. uh, Oftentimes, he doesn't even tell the council, but maybe you'll have better luck from an outsider kind of angle. Quite possibly. Looks like we've got a busy day ahead of us. Then. Yeah, well, it just seems to be every time we go to a built-up area, we get caught up in some sort of intrigue. <laughs> well, I don't think Mana sent you here to do nothing. <laughs> Fair. D- we didn't do nothing. We walked in, we made a bold statement <laughs> by burning down a shop. <laughs> if you'd like to follow me, I'm going to take us to the council chambers in the town hall. Kind of motions for you to follow. Let's get yourselves ready for the day, whatever. Yeah. Prepared your spells. Getting dressed montage. <laughs> <laughs> you do a little fashion montage. Jack comes out with like three different outfits. A little sailor boy. Yeah, all <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> all hilarious and more adorable than the last. And Magnus is like shaking his head. Shaking his head. Big exaggerated <laughs> nod. <laughs> do we uh, then skip down the street in slow-mo? <laughs> yes. And uh, Jack gets one of those giant lollipops as well. <laughs> Excellent. Are we in an early 2000s rom-com? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are are now. (laughs) (laughs) We're two people that hate each other, but not really. (laughs) Yeah, he takes you through the city and he points out some of the the sites and stuff. Do your oohs and your ahs. A lot of the places you saw on your walk yesterday anyway. (laughs) You were a bit distracted though. Yeah, Mm. but you were a bit distracted. Oh yeah, there's that place that burned down. (laughs) Ooh, look at that. He points out the police headquarters on the way and he's like, yeah, after we're done, 
we'll head back there. here at some point. Maybe if not today, then whenever you can. Okay. You make it to the town hall building, which is just a very boring looking, obviously government building where it's just like a cement block built into <laughs> the Ew. wall. Like, yeah. It's Standard just, four pillars on each side. <laughs> it's just utilitarian. It's, you know. So they've got like... A head of arcane development, but not someone that makes their buildings look nice. They haven't got an architect. No. <laughs> They've just got arcana techs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of the other buildings, it looks like this was built purely for a purpose, and that was just to house bureaucrats and have town hall meetings, and the rest of the city is kind of more freeform, and people obviously building up like smaller like districts and stuff, and the architects are making nicer buildings, but it's all because it's all built into the walls of this like cavern there's not really a huge amount you can do Mm -hmm. without causing like instability issues and stuff like that all right we we shall head in yeah yeah enter through the front door sound like you guys (laughs) (laughs) and burn the place to the ground (laughs) i immediately cast fireball (laughs) (laughs) he takes you through some twisting corridors because it's all just kind of like a maze of like offices and just supply closets and all sorts of yeah you know mm-hmm. very generic stuff so sort of could be a future dungeon sort of thing maybe <laughs> <laughs> and you come into the large double doors into a large space with a large circular wooden table and we're talking like massive like 20 feet surrounded by chairs but there's only a few people sitting around the table hi <laughs> marcos turns to the morning goes Ah, I see that the rest of the group are still in seclusion. Turns to both of you and goes, they're a little bit worried about danger, so they've all hidden themselves away. Have they considered warning the people that there might be rogue shadows on the loose? They don't want to cause a panic. I mean, they don't have to cause a panic, just be like, avoid darkness. Yes, well. <laughs> oh, that's quite worrying. <laughs> but, yeah, right. When I put it like that, they live underground. <laughs> Avoid darkness underground at night time. Um, <laughs> he points to the people around the table and says, The gentleman on the left there is Vorder Spellrock, the head of security. And the gnome kind of gives you a little salute. You can and... do a better job. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mutter under my breath to Jack very he... quietly. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> He looks at you very sternly. <laughs> he said you could noticed. be doing a better job. <laughs> Sorry, I'll speak up next time. <laughs> Do I at this point notice he's got like a little radar dish in his ear? <laughs> no, but he clearly heard you. Okay. And next to him, High Tinker Sage, Hammer Jaya Slip himself. And uh, it's a small, <laughs> older gnome who um, played by Hugh Laurie. <laughs> Excellent. Who kind of just waves at you and then goes back to writing down a load of stuff in a journal. Probably lupus. (laughs) It's never lupus. (laughs) Ah, gamut sizzle fizz. (laughs) You're just making these up now. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Doobly doobly. Norman Finkelstein. (laughs) And Carla Scrabblebop. 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 Okay. Mm, scrub up. Can I roll an insight to see which of these names I need to write down? Yeah. Can, I, can I roll <laughs> yes, an insight to see can. which of these are made up? <laughs> Eleven. The first thing you realise is that all names are made up. <laughs> oh. oh my god. And <laughs> um, that you should probably only really bother writing down Vorder Spellrock and Hammett Jarsley. <laughs> Excellent, I've already got those in. <laughs> the other ones are just bureaucrats. Okay. 
Vorder turns to you all and says, Ah, so, you are the ones that are here to make everything all right, are you? These outside contractors that Marcos is bringing in. I think you might have overpromised a little bit. Yeah, you're clearly not familiar with our work. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe you are. (laughs) Do we start laying out the wax? (laughs) Behold! Ah, so... Actually, we could do that. Make a statement if we lay it out on the council table. Oh. Let's do that. Yeah. We shall present it to them. Okay, yeah, so he starts talking and you just go... Ladies and gentle gnomes of the council. I'll be doing it while you monologue. (laughs) We present to you a mysterious arcane symbol that has appeared at a scene of a grisly murder. I sort of point at it while jazz handling. (laughs) Hammett looks up and goes, hmm, what is that? Some kind of duck? I think that one's supposed to be over there. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. And he kind of takes a look at it and then starts furiously scribbling in his notebook. Oh, good, good. Oh my God, he's copying our homework. (laughs) Carry the one. What animal's going to be a duck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. It's a duck. It's a deer and a duck. (laughs) (laughs) A deer and a buck. Isn't that just a deer? Yes. (laughs) But it's called a duck. It's only got one animal. (laughs) Part dog, part truck. Um, Here we go with the mid-sized sedans again. (laughs) So he clearly has some, uh, not opinion, but inkling of what perhaps this is or what it could do. He's kind of trying to suss it out and he's just ignoring you all. Can I look over his shoulder at his notes? You can try and perceive his notes. As I probably stand a good foot and a half taller than him. Twelve. You can see that it's a lot of like arcane formula, but spliced in with it is a lot of what, you would probably not know. What is your intelligence, actually? <laughs> My intelligence? Yeah. 18. Yeah. I suppose Does not seem it. it out. <laughs> um, Allegedly. I can say you are a wizard. Oh, my God. It's, wizard. Just, it's just algebra. There's a lot of maths there that you wouldn't use with arcane formula. Like, it seems like he's splicing the disciplines together somehow. A bracket spooky squared. <laughs> <laughs> Equals it's just someone being consumed by a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, equals skull and crossbones, skull and crossbones. lunch order. <laughs> <laughs> On rye. He hands us a piece of paper and be like, don't come back until you have my sandwich. So you can see that he's he's just in a world of his own. He's obviously only really cares about his I, work. Can I click in his face? Oi! You can. <laughs> Without looking up, he goes, mm, I see the uh, tales about you being incredibly rude are not overstated. If you could kindly stop. I mean, you're ignoring us, buddy. <laughs> no. I'm working. I have a job. We, we brought you this information. We're, we're after the same goal here. Yeah. And stop arcane developing. One moment to just figure out exactly what the nomenclature and then carry the. Why that magic sigil there? The nomenclature. <laughs> <laughs> The G. <laughs> I leave. I go back to Manaheim and hand myself. <laughs> yes, and that is now the title of the episode. <laughs> Vorder stops you and goes, "Look, how are you going to help? Obviously, you've uncovered this. You investigated this at, I assume, the crime scene that was there yesterday. Yes, oh, it wasn't." Technically a crime scene before we got there, but... Well, actually, no. Well, there was a scream. So yeah, that but... happened, and then we got there, so I'd say that was a crime. If we hadn't have burned the shop down, it would have just been an empty shop with a symbol of the basement. So. Yeah. I'd like to ask the security guy, because I assume he'll know. Name again, please? Vorder Spellrock. Vorder... That's the guy who's talking to us anyway. So I turn around, which one's the security guy? I'm literally speaking to <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> again. I want to... 
Is it your first day, people? Yes, <laughs> I it haven't is. slept. You're <laughs> <laughs> still like buzzing oh, off no, your potion. Yeah. Has anyone else survived these attacks? Well, that we're aware of, no. Just people have gone missing. So let me I stop you there. <laughs> there's where our benefit comes in. Oh, yeah, there's We are that. the only ones that have survived these attacks. That's our skill set. Yes, well, other people have obviously seen shadows. I've seen shadows. <laughs> Living shadows. Oh, yeah, not so much. Mm, um, yeah. There are other reports, I'm sure... Marcos has told you to go and talk to the police chief. Yes. Um, there are a couple of notes, and he writes down a note with a couple of names on it and hands it to Marcos. Says, make sure that they investigate these, please. Um, I don't really trust you both yet. You are complete strangers, it. and you have nothing to do with the Tinkerdale government. What can we do to prove our allegiance? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just rolling my eyes because I you just can. know where this goes. <laughs> a ten-episode adventure. <laughs> to know my sandwich, <laughs> then I will trust you. <laughs> for fuck's sake, here we go. He says, "Look, obviously Marcos has vouched for you. That's fine. I'm just going to let your work speak. If you can dig up anything else, other information, I will then give you more information about what is happening." All right. There are some things that are proprietary information that I don't want to have to tell you, but if I have to, I will. But prove yourself to me and that you are working in our best interests, and we will do the same for you. Is there anything else that the council wanted us to know of why we were here this morning before we go and hit up the police station? Yeah. So, both roll me an insight check. I will do that. 13. 1. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Oh, no, sorry. Six. I can't do maths today. I'm that's, way that's off. quite Sorry, a different result. Anyway. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong bloody number. Magnus, you think obviously you're aware that they're keeping stuff from you because mm. it's like you don't walk into a government building and they just give you all the secrets. Like. Oh, the secrets. Yeah, hold on. Let me get the phone. <laughs> yeah. no, just leave them on a briefcase on the train. <laughs> but the way that Jaya Slip is acting makes you think that he is purposefully not engaging in the conversation because he doesn't want to give anything away. Right. And that as the conversation hasn't said anything about him or anything he's doing, that's weird because it's already not about him. And the fact that he's kind of trying to not engage still to that level, you're like, there's something there. Do I, can uh... I perceive whether that's ego or whether that's he's involved? Um, or a tad bit of both? You can't tell... From that role, you can't tell. Okay. You just know something's going on. But, but like those two options in... are on the right yeah, track. They're, yeah, they're both on the table still. Okay. That thing that he's writing in, does it look like it's his notebook or has he just grabbed a scrap? It's his notebook. Like, yeah, it, it looks like his stuff. Does it look like a grimoire? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably would have a grimoire, yeah, as head um, of the arcane development. He'd be a mage. Does he like bees? <laughs> I'm sure there's only one way to find out. <laughs> I stand behind him. He's not going to so let you do they're that. They're all sitting at this big council table around a circle and you're just walking round it behind them looking over their shoulders. You're allowed to get your shit kicked in by the security <laughs> I'm guard. Just, I'm just wondering about... I just want to show interest in what he's doing. I'll, okay. I'll take off my hat and sort of lean in, <laughs> lean in close. Just sort of, so, like I'm being curious. Can I help you at all? No, no, I was just... Admiring your work here. What Do you that? actually understand any of this? Uh, my, the arcane bits, yes. The math's not so much. Uh, yeah. a, a fellow wizard, I see. Yes. Hat yes. Should have given it away, really, but uh, who's got time? Oh, for... this hat. No, this hat's full of bees. <laughs> Pardon? 
<laughs> I assume bees is the command word for my hat. <laughs> a cloud of bees <laughs> comes out of your hat and just starts buzzing around you both. While he's doing this, I just want to be putting away the wax thing. <laughs> like, uh, he starts flailing around, going, ah, I hate bees. Why? No. And a mage hand his notebook away. <laughs> Roll me a sleight of hand. A sleight of mage hand. <laughs> Do I get advantage because of the bees? Yeah, go on. Sweet. <laughs> Not if you drop it on the floor. <laughs> Ooh. That's 21 then. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, 17. <laughs> You're oh. really not getting this today. Oh, kill me. <laughs> I think you might be about to. <laughs> you actually, you, you beat his perception. Straight into my bag of holding. Okay. How long do the bees last before they just fly away? They just um, kind of dissipate. They last uh, bees. <laughs> How long bees last? Uh, at least seven. <laughs> after about seven seconds or one round in combat. Um, <laughs> it disappears after an hour. <laughs> but I mean, you don't control them. They're just bees. Yeah, they're they? just bees. They'll disappear okay, over time, yeah, I they, they just buzz around you guys for a few seconds and then start buzzing off. Uh-huh. And, and then there's just Excellent. bees in the council chamber. <laughs> um, oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to set my hat off. I'll, just, I'll leave you to it. I'm sorry. He looks back down and goes, um, where's my book? Run. Okay, see you later. <laughs> Just, I'll, I'll Vorder just stands up and just puts his hand on your shoulder, turns you and sits you in a chair and goes, now that was not a very smart idea, was it? And puts his hand out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still on the floor if you want to chuck it. To me. <laughs> 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 the tension. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody else has just seen you go, ah, bees, and then steal something. <laughs> Sorry, no, I, they haven't seen me steal it. <laughs> That's true. They? <laughs> they know it's gone. Well, Jaya Slip didn't see you. I didn't say nobody else saw you. <laughs> it's a room full of like six people and they just watched you wander around, stop, <gasps> throw some bees in the air and then clearly steal something. Oh, if we keep stalling, can okay. you mage hand copy this, what he's writing into another something else? Uh, I don't know if I can. Maybe, uh, what if I go for a swap? Oh. I've got my small book of law. Can't you do the, well, you did it earlier, in ages ago in the cave, you summoned an item, an object. Minor illusion. You could minor illusion a copy. <gasps> minor illusion. He'll probably. Be, I mean, he's probably going to be able to tell quite. Cause, yeah, because well, I think as soon as they touch but it, it, might be enough to trick the others. I mean, if you want to use your mage hand to try and inscribe it into another book you have, I will let you roll that. Well, I can use my tiny quill. You can. That's what I mean. I can you have your awakened quill. grimoire, so yeah, I'd let you try and do that. Um, book. Slight right, hand again. I, mean, um, I, I want to like accidentally drop the wax that I'm working on, like and make a clatter and a noise and a racket. Yeah, so yeah. you use the help action essentially. Yeah, yeah. So roll, roll mm-hmm. with advantage. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, oh, sorry. That's... Sorry, I'm accidentally making so much noise. <gasps> that's a critical sleight of hand. 22. You go <laughs> just a shape and hand it back to him. And he's like, mm, and Hammett pulls it like forcefully out of Vorder's hand and starts leaving through it, going, so. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's all here. Yeah. Mm. I don't like you. He's <laughs> used to. Sorry. It. <laughs> I just wanted to have a, a leaf through, and I figured you'd looked a little bit possessive of it. So. Mm, yes. Well, it looks like you don't like asking permission. Anyway, enjoy your bees, and I'll just <laughs> <laughs> more you bees. Are very quickly ushered out of the council chambers, um, Marcos as well, and he turns to you outside as the doors slam behind you, and he's like. You don't really interact with a lot of people, do you? Well, see, here's the thing. I do. I'm just really bad at it. 
Yes, well, perhaps we should work on that. Hey, if I hadn't got caught, that would have been swish. <laughs> you could say that about a lot of things, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. It's like, well, you're making me look even better. Great. Yeah, it's welcome. not like my name's on the line for this. Look, it's fine. We're going to do what needs to be done to solve this case. And I always get my man. I always get my man. I'm four days away from retirement. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Magnus doesn't re- like this comment. <laughs> Forced retirement. Everyone dislikes this. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah. So he says, like, look, just go to the police station. And if you could, don't set it on fire. We'll try. I'll write that down. <laughs> you just write down shorthand, so you just write fire. Fire, question yeah. <laughs> <Fire>, mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he just kind of goes, I, I have things to do, and just kind of wanders off. Uh, leaving you standing in the middle of a corridor. I want to now just like, did, did you get it? Did you manage to? I think so. Excellent. Let's see, what what have I got? What have I scribbled? Um, yeah, you've gotten, I'm going to roll a D100 and see what percentage of it you managed to get down. It was a, it was a it good was a roll, though. It was a very good roll, yeah. It was a good roll. 100 with advantage. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like that's, you know what, that works. You get between 3 and 47% now. Um, <laughs> I'll say that the last... 20 pages he was working on of like a hundred page book okay cool so of that do i recognize anything in there that might be pointing towards do you want to read it right here in the middle of a corridor right outside the door of the uh, no chambers? probably not actually <laughs> no, on, shall we? i'll stuff that in my bag can, of can we we'll go outside on. and like head towards the police station and see if there's like an alley or like a park or something we can hide in and uh, yeah roll me a bakery because i'm a bit peckish uh, no, an investigation check. Investigation. See if, you know if, you, if you know the layout of the place enough that you could find something. I don't. Seven. <laughs> Eighteen. Okay, so... No, wait. No, that was right. <laughs> <laughs> don't test me. <laughs> you remember that there was a small pub on the way. So you're like, oh, maybe we could grab a booth there and just sit and pour over this for an hour. Get the beers in. I haven't got any money still. Oh, Really? I still don't think I've got any money. Dear. Uh, yep. <laughs> You've still got all the money after leaving me destitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go to the pub, The Educated Pumpkin. Oh. Drinks are cheap. You, you've all had coppers and stuff. like. So get a couple of beers in, sit in a booth. Would you like to roll me an Arcana check? Yes, indeedy. 25. The bits that you can understand of these pages, it looks like... There's blueprints and plans to upgrade the torches and mm-hmm. um, like lamppost things that you try to pull off the wall. Oh, yeah. Obviously, he invented those. Okay, yeah. Um, and all the other little things around the city, kind of how energy is generated and distributed across the whole city as a whole. Yeah. You can also see that the most recent stuff he's working on has to do with some kind of gem that has mm. vast amounts of energy in it and that he was trying to use it to siphon energy from another plane to fuel Mm. the city. So like kind of like an infinite energy source so they wouldn't have to ever worry about an energy crisis. Isn't that the plot of Doom? Isn't that also what happened in um, Cloverfield? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm not getting called out like this. (laughs) I feel personally attacked. That's because I have been. (laughs) Sorry, Matt. (laughs) Uh, so yeah. all I'm getting at is some real bad shit's going to happen. But yeah, you yeah. see a whole page crossed out and scribbled out, and at mm. the end, clearly did not work, written in the margin. 
The Nerds.Wav D&D podcast is an actual play podcast with players interacting with the world to create an improvised narrative. All additional homebrew elements, unless credited, have been created by us here at Nerds.Wav. If you'd like to interact with us further, you can find us in all the normal places under the handle nerds.wav. That's nerds, D-O-T, wav. Or our email, nerds.wav at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>